Does Howard want you retweeting criticisms of him? What? Well, of who? Want you retweeting that guy? So surely, yes, sir. He's not understanding your sentence, Robin. No, I'm not. Surely, Stephanie is your source. Uh, no, no. Yeah, Stephanie, I mean, oh, right. Stephanie, if Stephanie is his source, she better fucking pack a bag and run. Really so now you can get rid of her. Now the ring back in the shoebox, you cunt. Let me just say this. You leave the ring in the box. Is right. See? Let me just say this. Uh, I will say this. I will not tell you who my source is. Well, you, yeah. Okay. Fine. I but it's somebody close to you. Yeah, somebody. Close. That I will say. Yeah. Is it Hov? <laughs> probably you the know, other four you know, people that's Ronnie, the you underestimate before. this show you know after working here 35 years you know they can find out yeah, I know. yeah. Howard, that, doesn't I know. Mean, that doesn't mean he's going to get the video people right. crumble when it comes to being a part of this show you understand they abandon all their morals their dignity okay. they want to play ball Okay. It's I know, ex I know exactly the where venue the wedding took place. Well, I know in. I know exactly where he's going who he's going to go after. I know several other guests. I'm sure Shuli has all well, the Ron, same what's information. The big wait, deal? wait, wait. Who are the guests? I don't want to say oh, their names from, on the they're air. Tagged. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With location, geolocations. <laughs> oh, I no, I told everybody where it was. Oh, okay. All right. And well, he doesn't the remember Mexico. retweeting no, bad no, things about hotel you twice we were at, on huh? his Twitter account <laughs> last year. Yeah, that that's a year in review. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> what? What Robin said. What'd she say? He can't. <laughs> he I didn't that. hear. I wasn't listening. To, I was getting, he was yelling at I was getting yelled at from over this end. <laughs> Meanwhile, you realize pissed. your <laughs> hearing's starting to go. Did you yeah. know that? What? <laughs> what? what? No, seriously, your hearing's starting because in the morning, I always say something to you, and you always go to me, what? And? What? Dude, you're 15 miles back from no, me. No, I'm talking about when I'm face to face with you out by the car. I go, "Hey, Ronnie, I told you about the weather." And you yeah, go, and you always go, "What? What? What's what? that? What? Huh? That's a habit, <laughs> is it? Yeah. You and, and hear it, him? She always you yells at me about. Anyway? Stephanie yells at me. Yeah, because about you know what I think too. it is. I think you do hear me. You just want me to make not me always. It. I think you do. No, I don't know. Well, so why do you, you do that? And you so annoying. You don't always hear me either. Okay, but I go, I don't hear you, but most times I hear you. Yeah, but I make like, you know, I make like, I'm... Yeah, know. why do you make me repeat everything twice? Is that a control <laughs> thing? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know where I know he heard me. And Not it, always. Like, I I'll go, hey, Ron, you know, I can't believe how warm it is today. And he'll go, what? Huh? But I'm like face to face with him, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I go... I can't believe how warm it is. He goes, oh, yeah, you know, and then he'll talk, but he, everything is twice with him. Give <laughs> me two times. It's a dominance I, control issue. I remember going to... Yeah, it's control. weird. Like, when I know when I'm angry with somebody, I always go, what? You know, like, like just yeah, to fuck him up. Yeah, make him say it again. Make him say it again. Yeah, but, but, but I'm, the, I'm just, the opposite, though. If no, I'm angry with somebody, I don't, I don't answer at all. I just don't fucking talk. Yeah, so why, if you heard me, do you have to say what? I don't know. It's a habit, I think. But why do you make me go through effort Dude, repeating. I'm just told you why. Maybe it's a habit. No, but it's a way of like controlling me or something. No, I'm not controlling you. I of course you are. You're making me repeat oh. twice. Psychotic. It's like people who slow down when they're walking across uh, the crosswalk. The control. Oh, those so those motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're annoying as shit. But that's you. <laughs> yeah. Every time I talk to you, you're like, what? What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, either he's losing his hearing, but I don't think he is. <laughs> I, I, I might be a little bit. I don't again? know. I don't know, man. This morning you I have pulled da it again. I have damage in my right ear. All right. I might I have one timer. I can't hear good out of my right ear. Not good. Is that true? I lost a little bit of hearing. Yes. Yes. What? Somebody Robin stuck a dildo in my ear. I, I, I went for a hearing test uh, a couple of years ago because I had this incident. I went to um, I went to a race at uh, Homestead. 
Yeah. Mm. And I was oh. in the pits the whole time. Oh, man. And Uh-oh. you're supposed to wear the headphones and all that of shit. Of course. And I want to be a big shot. I didn't wear the headphones. Uh-oh. And by the time the end of the race come, I came. The end of the race came. Right. I couldn't hear. Wow. Oh, wow. it's super loud. Yeah. You're I, could, I could not fucking loud. hear for three days. Oh, Why didn't Jesus. you wear the headphones? Why? You thought you looked cooler without the headphones? No, it was just like it, they were annoying me, and I didn't want to be Look bothered. at Shuli laughing. It was. I am NASCAR ear. Shuli, what you... So I, I, when I came home, I went, to a, actually, I went to a hearing, do, you know, to a doctor. Right. <laughs> and Why I got are you a, laughing And I got a fucking hearing test. And I lost hearing. Am I right Right, would you, you wear a hearing aid if they told you how to no. wear one? Well, yeah, if, you know, and they have the new ones now. You don't need but to it's a cochlear them. implant. They can just do an yeah, implant. Yeah, they put them right in. Yeah. yeah. Surely, what's so funny over there? <laughs> everything. Yeah. Everything, yeah. About everything. Yeah, every yeah, everything about me is funny. Yeah, okay. I went to with these races. He he really he has to be Mr. NASCAR. Like right. he's big show. He, well, yeah, so big show. He walks around the pits, and at one point we were promised to uh, be able to go sit on top of one of the semi trucks to watch the race, right? Where the racers are. And the woman apparently didn't get that memo. She asked us to move to a different area. He was so fucking mad. Yeah, because he was like a little kid. He's like, we're supposed to be on top of that hauler. We should be on <laughs> we top were. of that hauler. <laughs> this is bullshit. We were. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'm the big shot here. No, we were. We were. <laughs> Don't you know you who I am? You were told you could be on That's top of the hauler. We, th- it was Kurt's hauler. Yeah. It wasn't his hauler. It was his pit box. Okay. Yeah, we the pit box. To, yeah, the pit box. We were supposed to be sitting on ki- Kurt, Kurt's pit I'm box. I'm the prince of the pit box. On pit road. <laughs> right. And, and this woman. Kurt, from, over here. I'm not on top of the pit. Come on. So the woman is busting your balls? This woman, because she, she was she? from. Uh, she, she was from Ford, okay. Miss Cunt, which was his sponsor at the time. You know, he right. was driving a Ford at the time. She can't, she had no clue. She wasn't part of. She you didn't know, know who any of us were. She right. was like, Get the She fuck wasn't out. part of the crew, you know, Kurt's crew or anything. Right. She was from Ford. She brought these people over. Did you explain to her calmly? We tried you? to. Hey, and I'm the said, guy in the radio who yells cunt. Be honest, Shuli. What'd what? she tell us? To get the fuck, basically get the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of here. So you're getting in arguments with major sponsors at the NASCAR event. Well, I understand why he was Whatever. told he could be there. <laughs> they put him up on a box. The pit truck. Yeah, <laughs> on the hauler. I have no visual component to go with any of this, by the way. I, like, know, I, 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 I don't know what. All the right. Well, you like know what? Here. It's getting late, and we have to get back to uh... <laughs> what? Go to a race, Jason. You'll enjoy. It. I probably would, but I just don't know what it looks like. Wow. Well, there you go. There's a lot of people on the phone want to weigh in on all this, but <laughs> all right, let me just see. I'll, I'll buzz through them quick. Yes, Steve, go ahead. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Ben. Uh, ben. Hey, Howard. First Hi. time, long time. Hey, yeah. now. Hey, now. Hey, I, I got to say, this is the best radio when Ronnie is getting busted on by everyone. <laughs> I think that you should you should look into having a game and put like some kind of like heart monitor on on him <laughs> to see who like gets him going the most. And oh, my, I know who gets. Would be on Robin gets him going. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's, it's mean, a tie between Robin and Shuli. <laughs> not Jason. Yeah. Nah, I'm a, I'm on nah, Jason's not at that bit in here. Jason's yeah, I really wor- think Jason's he, worse out there. I think you want to know something. <laughs> if I was to review that, I think Wolfie gets you going. Oh, oh Wolfie, yeah, yeah. is off the charts. Oh, yeah, he but calls that's in. only when Wolfie is like assigned to do something with. With me, right? By the way, you know, Shuli's way more. Shuli's, than Shuli's more, way more involved. Do you, I think do you Stephanie, hate Shuli? No, I don't hate Shuli. No, it's I think Stephanie gets him going more than any of us. 
Yeah, I know. I've heard those arguments. Yeah. Because I've watched them like zero to 60 in a snap of a finger between <laughs> these two when everything's fine. Yeah, I don't And get she just that. asks one question or says one thing and he just fucking you loses. You know who gets him going the most? Huh. King of All yeah, Blacks. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's oh, not, yeah. He can't even get a word out Shirley. before Ronnie's screaming. Shirley annoys you more than King of All Blacks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows, to, he knows how to get under my fucking Shirley skin. Shirley is really time. annoying. Even, even Robin, <laughs> when she's putting the knife in, doesn't do as bad yeah, as Yeah, but she only does it for a few seconds. Right. This one can go for fucking days. <laughs> he comes up with little different things to stick in your back. Yeah. <laughs> Nonsense. Yeah. He's and, like, and he exaggerates. He, exa he, he is the best person for exaggeration. He exaggerates. Unbelievable. Ah. Is it like death by a thousand cuts? <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Right. It's fucking hard. You know what else gets you pissed? You just want to fucking kill him. You really do. <laughs> you know what gets you but pissed? You like him. You know who gets you pissed? Chris Wilding, too. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He, he's pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. He's, but he, that's sexual tension. You. But Shirley's better. <laughs> He's still the best, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. All right, Shirley, there you go. You've, 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 you've you achieved the battle of honor. You're, you won the blue ribbon. Right. But is it like love-hate? Like, would you invite Shirley to your wedding? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, he's so yeah, definitely. Fascinating. Pocket, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, Pocket. Hey, now, quickly, hey, quickly. Now, I'm hey. trying to buzz through. i got to get the news. Real quick, real quick, real quick. So you got me all worked up uh, yesterday, Ronnie, making me think i got to uh, make like Clark Gable and break up with my girlfriend. Why? I'm bored. I don't yeah. want to hear it. Yeah, Clark Gable? It about. was Humphrey Bogart, but nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You I don't just get to your Bo point. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. Is Bobo on there, Howard? Bobo? Yeah, why? He's So he's doing this weird thing, I just want to tell you. So his Instagram got hacked. Yeah. And he couldn't get it back. So he just <laughs> gave up on it and opened a new Instagram page. But he's posting any picture he can get his hands on. Not even pictures with him. And he has three separate bikini shots of Beth on his Instagram thing, which I thought was odd that he's posting pictures. He's not tagging her in it. Or What's anything. going on, Bobo? Oh, my God, Howard, I'm so fucking pissed. Some motherfucker hacked my account. How do they do that? 9,000 followers. He has a bad yeah. password. They, guess your password, they got yeah. my wife's account, you know. Oh, did they? It was a Russian. It was clearly Russians, for real. Like, really? You could see. You could what see, do they do with it? The they just took it over. Why do they want to do that, Russia? No Russia can't feed their people. Why are they busy my getting Mary's fucking Instagram? My wife had 40 followers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why, but they, they so change all your information. So, like, Bobo has an email that sends No wonder the, the Russians really are. You know, they're really a third rate. They're a third world country. If you really look yes. at, at the, the story of Russia, it's, it's disgraceful. The people right. don't have anything to eat. It, the only thing they have is that fuck Vladimir Putin. Who's yeah. a gangster. Nah, That's right. Got, they got great strippers there. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, you, you but they all, but the they all come over here. You have been to Russia. And by the way, that's Russia's entire history. That's not even like recent history. Their yeah. entire history is being poor. And, and, and the reason they have great strippers is because it's all they can do to get money. The strippers money. that you know are over here, right? Right. That's well, why do you think well, they come here? Why do you think they're, they're, they're here? They were doctors in Russia. Yeah, they, they're here because everything sucks in oh, Russia. I know that. I know that. Being... So my point is to spend time hacking Mary Delabate's Instagram seems like a tr tremendous waste of time when your people are starving. The people, the, the name took, they took over was Kasparov, right? Right. And then I emailed uh, Instagram three times and they ignored me. So wow. she just had to open up another well, account. Yeah, you can't get through to them. That's got that Mark Zuckerberg. And I had a very strong password. Yeah. That Mark B O B O. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you... are they going to do with it anyway? It's like... all my fans. It's everything I have on it. What are they going to do with it? Well, They're what moron. did they do with it? Have Major you seen Avery. what they posted? I don't know. It's gone. 
Gone. Have no trace of it. Gone like my hair. My private number and everything. And Gary, how do you no know way. it's the Russians? How do you know it's not the Chinese or the um, Koreans? I, I mean, because I read an article and it, they said that it was at the time it was happening and they were saying that it was Russians. It, it happened to uh, like about 10,000 accounts and they said it was Russian hacking. What I think they're going to try to do is take over a bunch of accounts. Yeah, right. they don't for care the, how many followers the you have. Right, for the 2020 election. Right. So they can flood. Seriously, this is what they're going to do. So they can so they can interfere in the election again. Yeah, That's they, and then they put in misinformation because people were running around even uh, at Thanksgiving saying the president had done something that I could find no real evidence right. of. I'm hoping oh, that the uh, yeah. I'm hoping the Russians take over my account because I don't like I post such <laughs> maybe shit they'll on post there. for you. <laughs> well, I think they'll be way more interesting. <laughs> than they'll, I am. they'll be posting. I love Donald Trump and, <laughs> yeah, and Joe, they, Joe Biden <laughs> running a sex shop in a pizza right. place. Better like, than nothing. But yeah, yeah. At least Right. Listen, okay, Bobo. Sorry that happened to you, but I got to go to yeah. this and I got to get out of here at some point. All right. Thank you, Bobo. All right. Thanks, guys, for Year in Review. We'll come back right after the Year in Review 2019's worst day. Andy Cohen and Stern Show producer Chris Wilding. I greeted him. I went in for a hug and I got like a hand. That's so not true. It I is true. You a hug. Listen you to what shook he has my to say. Hand. Was that embarrassing? Yes. And it yes. set the tone for at least <laughs> the first 10, 15 minutes. Of Andy, the you're a horrible this day. Is, go this on. This is like those shows you do. I know. I use Charles Love Connection. This is what it's come to. The Howard Stern Show. Robin, earlier you did say, before we get to news, uh, you did say that you smell your vagina with your hand. Well, I didn't say I did it constantly. Not constantly. Yeah, you know, I have done it. Well, we have an Insta poll. We went out on the street. Do women smell their vaginas, Robin? Here's the answer. Gwyneth Paltrow just released a candle that smells like her own vagina. I heard. Do you ever sold out? It's sold out. Do you ever smell your own vagina? No, I mean I'm aware of you know my sensitive areas and stuff. You try to take care, but not like I you know you don't stick your nose down there or. Have you ever smelt your own vagina? Um, I'm sure I have over the years. Yes, I mean, usually I smell it off of my husband. So is that your husband? That is. Yeah. Yes. What does your wife's vagina smell like? Pretty good. I like it. I I love getting down there. So it works out real well for me. And what does it smell like? I would say tasty. I really enjoy it. It, it, it. Not like a food per se. It just has a good scent to it. Well, thank you, dear. Like flowers. And any yeah, good idea to tell your wife she has a stinky vagina. <laughs> tips to women on how they could smell their own vaginas. Well, I mean, you certainly have your own fingers to what you could put down there and then smell. Or if you have a lover that likes to... Um... See, Robin, that's your technique. Put your own finger down there. Vaja, vaja, vagina. Do certain activities down there. You can definitely smell it on him. Hello. What does your vagina smell like? Oh, my God. Of course, every vagina, after not washing one, they smell slightly fishy, but not grossly fishy. You know, it's the... Sometimes if I don't wash my vagina, I smell fishy. Sometimes it smells fishy? It doesn't smell sickly, like chronically bad, of course. I can imagine some vagina smell really bad. You cannot be next to them because I'm a flight and then and I can smell body odor and I know which one is the vaginal body odor. Yeah, that old vaginal. That vaginal body odor. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's your Instapol. How's that for a radio show? I don't know show? what we learned. I don't know, but it was funny. <laughs> People, uh... People weighing in with all kinds of stuff on the email, but I think we should get to news right now. Rapping, 
That was a beautiful song. I liked it. About uh, another admirer of yours. Starting off the 2020 year with lots of good songs. Was that the first one we've played? No, we've played a couple others. We've played a couple? Yeah. All right. We announced the best one of 2019 yesterday, and that was exciting. That's what I was going to say. All now entries in the best of 2020. That's right, Robin. And speaking of uh, the best of... Yes. They have announced the inductees to this year's Rock, uh, Rock Hall of Fame. All right, go ahead. Now Inductions. I'm well, I wanted to remind us all of who was nominated. Okay. Pat Benatar, Dave Matthews Band, Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Judas Priest, Kraftwerk, MC5, Motorhead, Nine Inch Nails, The Notorious B.I.G., Rufus featuring Chaka Khan, Todd Rundgren, Soundgarden, Thin Li- or T-Rex, and Thin Lizzy. Mm. That's quite a bunch of uh, people. Right. So the class of 2020 now uh-huh. announced. Yes. The Doobie Brothers. Dude, let me think about this. Don't go too fast. The Doobie Brothers. All right. Do. Depeche Mode. Uh, I don't care about them. Do I know any of their songs? I know. I, I remember Yoko used to talk about Do you know that lot. song, Your Own Personal Jesus? That's, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good that's song. A big song. Yeah. How's that go again? Your own personal, personal Jesus. That's pretty good. All right. Mm-hmm. Doobie Brothers and Depeche Mode. So far, I'm not tuning in. Go ahead. Nine Inch Nails. Oh, okay. There you go. That's good. Now you're talking. <laughs> that, that Nine Inch Nails is... Alone. Uh, not, uh, they could make you tune in. Right. Nine Inch Nails is what's his name? Uh, Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. Yeah. And he's the whole, you know, Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor. Well, what what are they going to have on stage then? Well, it's Trent Reznor. And then he has a band with him, but it's Trent Reznor. But I'm just saying, if you're inducting, it's only the people that are being inducted who come up on right. stage. Well, he should come up on stage. The Notorious B.I.G., yeah, I don't know his music. Used to come in here all the time talking about Notorious B.I.G. Because you loved his videos. Yeah, the video I liked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I don't know. It's not my thing. Yeah. T-Rex. T-Rex is, I am just a jeepster for your love. And what was their other song? I'm just a jeepster. And, uh, oh, fuck. Anyone? Because I'm not a big fan of T-Rex. Oh, there it is. Bang a Gong. Oh. That's, they had two songs. I'm just a jeepster for your love and bang a gong, right? Fred? I mean, Those that's are the it. two biggies. They've yeah. got others listed, but I don't know them. Right. Me neither. No one does. Dude, sweet and you're my love. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah. All 
right, that's good. I and guess. Whitney Houston. Yeah, well, again, Whitney Houston was more of a pop star, but they seem to go in all those areas. Whitney Houston was talented. Yeah, but no Pat Benatar. I should go watch that. Yeah, Pat Benatar should be in there. Certainly over, uh, what's that band they had in there, the second one you mentioned? Uh, Depeche Mode? Yeah. Yeah. They can wait. Pat Benatar had a string of hits. She's rock and roll. Soundgarden? Oh, my God. They were passed up? Yep. Wow. Oh, my God. That's stupid. Soundgarden. They were. That's just some great music. Am I right on this, Fred? Absolutely correct. Yeah. Now to talk about the Doobie Brothers is Sour Gary. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, Sour Gary. Oh, come on, boss. You don't like the Doobie Brothers? I mean, Michael McDonald, who backed up Steely Dan for nine years, you know, helping them out. But he wasn't in the original. No, he wasn't. What happened to Gary? I don't know. And this is right just... Here. Oh, right here. <laughs> <laughs> I misinterrupt Gary. But uh, there you go. So, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't understand the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in terms of how they make those decisions. Right. But uh, that don't make any sense what you just said. I know, it seemed like a short list to me, too. Usually it seems like 100 people are being inducted. Yeah, Jeff. This is Jeff in California. Hey, uh, yesterday you guys were talking about the uh, the Astros cheating. And yeah. I, I got I got beef with a couple things that you and John Hyde uh, both said. No. Uh, all right. Go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> well, the first thing, Howard, uh, the pitcher essentially is the one that is deciding what pitch to throw. It's not the coach. That's for sure. Um, the catcher. That's true. I guess you could make that argument. All right, good. Uh, All right, I'm with you. All right, right, Jeff, I got a headache. It's okay. You win. What's up, Greg? Morning, everybody. Hey. Hey, uh, John Hine, I think when he watches Serpico, he actually roots for the cops. <laughs> Hit him with the high! Yeah, right. I, I, You know, I got a lot of email about this, Robin. Yeah? Uh, when we were talking about the Houston Astros cheating scandal, you know, and I brought in John, and John gave his opinion on the matter, and the audience is baffled by him defending the Astros for sign stealing. Well, he called the guy who actually said something a rat. John couldn't be more wrong. He knows less about baseball than he does about a healthy diet. He should go back to evaluating when old TV shows started to suck. <laughs> Maybe I haven't had enough coffee, but can someone explain to me why John Hine is defending the Astros for sign stealing? Please stuff a cheeseburger in his mouth. Oh, Horrible take from John Hine. He was saying that if you see someone cheating, you shouldn't speak up. That is a horrible stance from him coming from a guy who I thought was logical. I, I kind of felt the same way. I thought it that didn't John didn't make any sense. Uh with all of his other arguments, you know, anything else he's ever argued on this show, that was an odd argument. Yeah, it was disappointing because yeah. I always think of John as kind of a voice of reason around here. But... And and kind of well thought out. Yeah, it, it just was out of character. I yeah. think it's this sports show he has. Making him crazy? Well, he's trying to be outrageous or controversial. Yeah, because that's what I thought. I was, maybe he was being a contrarian just so he'd have something to talk exactly. about. Exactly. You you think it through. Like if John Hine goes on TV and says, well, you know, the, the, the Astros cheating is a terrible thing. He's like everyone. If he goes on, there's no one out there saying that's a good thing and that uh, you shouldn't tell on anybody. That's certainly a different opinion.
But then you look at him like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> and you're right. It's you like Serpico. Yeah, there's a guy who comes up in the league and he thinks everything's cool and he gets to the top and what's he going to do? Speak up? He's like, his whole career's on the line. Well, I'll tell you, the email agrees with you. The only positive email I got on John was, it says, John is my kind of guy and it was signed John Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. John, amazingly silent on this. Right. Yeah, doesn't have anything to say to that. I like the email that said he should go back to evaluating when shows start to suck. <laughs> That's good. So we did get a lot of email about that. What else is in the news, Robin? Well, the greatest of all time championship is over and the greatest has been declared. It's Ken Jennings, 1-1. I didn't think it was going to be Ken Jennings. I thought it was going to be that other guy. Yeah, but once you saw them play against each other, you had to know it was going to be Ken Jennings, and it yeah. only took him four days because the uh, uh, the only time anybody else won was when uh, James took one day. Right. 1-1. One, one. As we come to James Holzhauer, who could win the match. He had 44,000. Did he come up with Iago? He did not. Move. And it doesn't matter your wager, forty-four thousand. Ken Jennings, you are the champion. And you know, if you want a John opinion about television, he thinks that Ken Jennings will be the next host of Jeopardy. Oh wow! Yeah, who said that? that today? John Hine. John Hine said that. The guy that? who makes no sense in baseball. Hit him with the Hine. I think John's way off on this one too. Really? Yep. Because, you know, again, I guess I'm not sure, but I think Alex Trebek had his background in radio and announcing. They need a real smooth guy who's got kind of a look. Ken Jennings has taken on a lot of public speaking. You know, Jeopardy did change his life. He's hmm. not the guy, you know, he doesn't go back to some regular job and, and hide from people. And if you see him, if you watch the tournament, he's been very animated and funny during the show. I think he's being groomed. I don't like it. I think John's on to something. Yeah, Howard, I, I do think that the audience would immediately accept Ken Jennings in that role. And I think he'd be, I think he'd be good at it. I think you need a professional announcer. Here's why. When you got that game going and you got to have your energy up, reading all those things that, that Alex Trebek reads, and Alex Trebek doesn't make a mistake. No fumfering around. Ken is awfully smart. Yeah, but I don't know that he has the... Listen, Robin, I'm trying to save our careers <laughs> okay. in terms of... You can't just have some schlub off the street to taking well, over... Well, I would like job. to be the host of Jeopardy. Yeah. Sure. I got to tell you, as a guy who has been offered many game shows now... Ever since I did America's Got Talent, I've been offered three major game shows on major networks. And uh, I am always tempted to do it. I think, you know, maybe we all think we'd be good at it, but I would love to tell you what I've been offered. But I think it's not cool because the all of these shows have all these shows. They've all made it to air? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I get real depressed about it. One of them I had even gone as far as negotiated the deal. Mm. And then I backed out because I was afraid it would just take up too much of my time. I think it depends also on the game show, Howard. For example, match game, you'd be perfect. Like you, you've done it here. You're great at it. You've got the personality for it. I think with Ken Jennings and Jeopardy, I don't think you can host any other game show. But for that particular show, I think he works and his personality works. 
I guess I just don't like the idea of a guy who's not a professional announcer getting that job. He's got so much experience, as Robin said, playing the game. He's been on it. And he's just reading those clues. He would know all the pronunciations. I, I really think he'd wow. be very, very good. Yeah, I mean, oh a regular God. announcer couldn't necessarily do everything that you need to do as the Jeopardy host. You know who I think would be a good host for Jeopardy? Who? Now I'm thinking outside the box. George Stephanopoulos. What do you think of that? That's. I think that's an That's a good choice. idea. Tell you why. Here's what I'm thinking. The guy's got major credibility. He's proven himself on TV. He proved himself as a press secretary during the Clinton administration. He's a brainiac. He was a Rhodes Scholar. That's the kind of guy I'm talking about to host Jeopardy. Thank you. But you know in the end what's going to happen. What? It's not going to be either of those guys. It's going to be Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. He, Nobody's he needs, sitting for that. He needs another job. No, no, no. You can see the Jeopardy fans up in an uproar. Right. The answer is no. All right, Ralph. Here he is. Here's your boyfriend, Ralph. What up? Quickly. Uh, it might sound stupid, but hear me out. The greatest of all time is not the guy who won. The greatest of all time is James Hellholzauer because he changed the game. Everybody was playing his way. And everybody will continue to play his game. So you make a, a good point. Now well, the point is him. winning. That's true, too. Now, James Holzhauer did change the game of Jeopardy by going oh, after absolutely. the Daily Double. Oh, absolutely. The reason he was <laughs> racking up so many points was he was able to play like James. That's exactly. right. So but James is the greatest. At Thank the you. end of the day, who won? And Robin is right, ultimately. But that it's not who won the who won the most money. It's yep. who's the greatest. No, and it's James. No, James was it's not. No, it's not, Ralph. Yes, it is. You it wouldn't is. know. Go home. How go could you sleep. say that? The whole I point of home. the tournament was who was the greatest by winning the most amount that of money. That was the point. That's it. It's I'm, proven. I'm, seriously, I he you can't you can't argue it now. It's been done. That was the that was the line. They said you have to win three games. Well, that's, that's what he line. did. Not my line. I'm saying he's been. You I, didn't run a contest. I th I hung up on him. That was outrageous. <laughs> you're you're outrageous. What is it, Rich? Yeah. Thank hey, you. long time listener. I've been listening since Hartford, Howard. Thank you. Uh, so uh, uh, we're, I was watching Wheel of Fortune, and I was watching Vanna White stumble and bumble her way through those that one week of horrible shows. And I got to tell you, you're right. It, it's not as easy as it looks. It That's is not. Ajax, it, and, and Look, if I took over one of these games, if I took over one of these game shows they offered me, it'd be a whole different Howard. It would be like well, AGT. It would be like AGT Howard. Let me tell you my strategy, because I sat and I really thought this through. Number one, I'd get in there. I would have a professional look. By that I mean I would dress appropriately, I would wear a nice outfit. And I would treat the game seriously. I cannot stand tuning into these game shows when these assholes make it about themselves and their personalities. I want to see the game. Now. Right. That's right. When they started, I when I used to get furious with Richard Dawson going back to the seventies on Family Feud. Too much stick and not enough game. I'm not tuning in for him. I don't give a fuck who he kisses. Even though it's called a game, 
games were meant to be taken seriously. The people who watch them take them seriously. You know, Pat Sajak may be a douchebag, but he understands that. He gets right down to the game. There's very little personality, and he doesn't fumfer around. I would never kiss a contestant, ever. And he's polished. He's, he's practicing his now, trade. He, he knows what he's doing. Would I bring a sense of humor to it? Would I play it as straight as Alex Trebek? Absolutely not. I would give you a little bit, especially I would shine during my small talk part of the game show. Right, Robin? Where I would just say, hey. I don't know if that's appropriate for Jeopardy. No, I'm not I'm not talking about you. I was not offered Jeopardy. Okay. I'm talking about other types of game shows. All right. But you just mentioned Alex Trebek. Well, I'm saying I know my, I know what people want. There's one I turned right, down that go. killed me. Right. What? I got to go. I got to go. I'll talk. All right, just go. You don't have to make an announcement. Just go. That's it, Robin. And take those games seriously. <laughs> it's got to be taken seriously. It does. Like, listen, Pat Sajak treats spinning that wheel like it's brain it's surgery. It's the stupidest game, and he yeah. treats it seriously. That's right. You would think he was going in to cut out <laughs> someone's stomach. You would think he was operating from cancer. <laughs> That's the way he, right. The way he, with that spinning wheel. He's good at it. He was a hard, listen, he failed as a talk show host. But spinning that stupid wheel, he's good at you were saying, Robin. Kim Kardashian had said that she was going to swear off doing such sexy photo selfies of herself for Instagram. That's yeah, bullshit. But she seems to be incapable of, of stopping. She's as addicted to that as Sal is to the vape pen. Robin, no one's interested in Kim Kardashian if she ain't taking her clothes off. <laughs> I saw those series of pictures from Mexico with her bikini. And she's so strange. You know, she was wearing a bikini you can't even swim in. <laughs> so it's obvious she's posing for the camera. Well, she just took another one even after on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Right. Kanye said to her, now that he's had his new conversion to Christianity, right. that, you know, some of these things she does bother his soul. Here's Kanye on hmm. the show, one seven. That's an interesting take. I just went through this transition where from being a rapper, like looking at all these girls and looking at my wife, like, oh, my girl needs to be just like the other girl showing her body off, showing this, showing that. And I didn't realize that that was affecting like my soul and my spirit as someone that's married and loved and the father of like now with about to be four kids. So like the night before the fact, you're going to come in here and say that you're not into a corset body. Really bad anxiety, you know? What is he? He's not into a corset. Remember that really crazy outfit she wore where her waist looked like it was eight inches. Uh, and, you know, I guess it was very showy. This is uh, happening just before that. Right. Yeah, well. So good let luck her go with that. on. Don't need any more negative energy for you to now say that you're not into me wearing a tight dress. You are my wife, and it affects me when pictures are too sexy. And you built me up to have, be this, like, sexy person and confidence and all this stuff. Yes. And just because you're on a journey and you're on your transformation doesn't mean that I'm in the right, I'm in the same spot with you. Uh-oh. What happens when this happens in a marriage, Howard? Uh, your ratings go up. <laughs> Not a TV show. You don't think they really in a marriage? I don't think. I don't think this is any of that is real. I think he's for real. Oh well, 
He'll change his mind next week. Uh, I don't know. He's he's been on this. If you don't like religious it, bent for no. a while now. <laughs> oh, good luck with all of that. And Nobody she did say shit. she was not going to do so many uh, bikini shots anymore. She said she just didn't care about it, and then boom. And then there they were. <laughs> yeah, George, go right ahead. Back to it, George in Pennsylvania, Robin. Hey now, Howard. How, how are you, sir? Good. Uh, uh, Howard, I, I like to ask Robin. You remember she turned down to seat with John Stamos yesterday? You talking about Bradley Cooper? Well, Robin, would you turn down Bradley, Bradley Cooper to sleep with him also? I don't know. She ain't turning down Bradley <laughs> Cooper. Trust me. Now she would fuck his brains out. <laughs> You're into him. I've seen you around him when we went to that movie screening when we saw that advanced screening of uh, Stars Born. Yeah. You look like you were going to, you know, I don't know what was going on. She was, she was already like making, I saw her writing. We had these cards where we had to fill I out need a cock. what we were thinking during the movie and stuff. And, and I looked at Robin's card. It said Robin Ophelia Quivers Cooper. <laughs> that was what was written on the card. Okay. Now you can do me. You're into him, right? That's your kind of guy. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted to know. <laughs> Yeah, Robin, my tight little pussy. Robin thought she was Lady Gaga on that, uh, <laughs> when we were sitting there at the movie. Yeah, I'll fuck you. <laughs> I think I want it right now. Robin had a problem in the movie because she didn't fuck him that night. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, in fact, Robin told me she went home, smelled her own vagina that night, and was extra scenty. <laughs> <laughs> right, Robin? Uh, I'm not saying right to that. <laughs> <laughs> vagina. It was a two-candle night. No, she, she, she's quite taken with that young man. You can fuck me anytime. Right. All right, George. Good question. Thank you. And Robin, I admire your honesty. <laughs> this is a very sad story and probably right in line with what you've been saying about uh, NFL football. Right. Uh, a Panthers linebacker named Luch... Uh, I mean, Luch. Lurch. Luke. <laughs> Lurch. Kachi you rang. Is only 28 years old. Keekly. Huh? Keekly? Very Keekly. good. I didn't ask my producer how to pronounce that name. Luke Keekly? Yes. He's 28. Tell and me. he issued a statement yesterday that he's retiring from the uh. NFL because he can't play as well as he used to anymore. One six. Wow. Because of uh, the headshots? He's had a number of concussions, mm. from what I understand. Someone told me he's going to open a, uh, a veterinarian clinic in Vegas. <laughs> There's only one way to play this game since I was a little kid, is, is to play fast and play physical and play strong. And at this point, I don't know if I'm able to do that anymore. And that's the part that is the most difficult is. Yeah, see? They knew something was wrong. He gave this press conference to a tree. Oh, stop. Yeah, it was horrible. It was terrible. Things are bad enough. You don't have to say he gave the press conference to and a tree. And he's smart to get out. And the, the, listen, here's the problem with football. It's killing these guys, in all seriousness. And the guy's right. He's got to get out. 28 years old, he probably has, what, what dementia or something, or, or some signs of it? Well, he notices a, a diminishment in his capacities. Mm. 28. I still want to play, but I don't think it's the right decision, so. Smart guy. Thought about it for a long time, and I think now is 
opportunity for me to step away with 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 what's going on here. Yeah, you know, a smart guy. You know, here's the problem. The, the, football is just so fucking popular. I was listening to this tape. They Richard's wife taped him while Kansas was winning. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Richard's going like he sounds like he's coming in his pants. <laughs> you know, like here, I'll play one of them. Chiefs are fucking killing at this point, right? Oh, my God. Watch. That was such a game. So listen, this is Richard, his wife, like, secretly taping him. No flag, no flag, no flag, no flag. Fuck yeah, he did. Honey badger. Fucking honey badger. Kelsey. <laughs> fucking Kelsey. The man. <laughs> fucking Mahomes. <laughs> yes, Chiefs. Richard's son was napping during this. Oh God! So Richard, he was restrained. Yeah, Richard the Conqueror. Yeah. Oh, if, if the kid hadn't been napping, it would have been ten times louder. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Fuck yes! Oh, here we go. There ain't, the, Here we go. No, yeah. there they go. There ain't there, there ain't TV. You can't name another TV show where you get this kind of reaction from anybody. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. standing Jeez. in front of the no. television oh screaming. Oh my fucking god, Kelsey! <laughs> Fuck yeah, Kelsey! No. Mega G. <laughs> Jonathan. I told him on Sunday. I tuned into Tom the. Cruise. The uh, game by accident, yeah. and they were and Kansas City was losing. So I started watching, and and I was really excited because I thought he'd be sitting at home being quiet. Mm -hmm. And then they had this incredible, amazing, record-breaking comeback. Oh yeah, when the comeback, he went nuts on the comeback. How about them Chiefs? (laughs) Oh, I said yes. Fuck yeah! Don't fuck with Kelsey. Yeah! <laughs> oh, nice! There we go! Kelsey! It's a weird voice, too. <laughs> it sounds like, remember when he was uh, yeah. shoo shoo retarded flu? <laughs> right. <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robin, what else is in the news? Kathy Griffin, I was watching a TV show on Netflix called You. I don't know if you've ever watched that. I've uh, everyone tells me to watch it. It's about I love that serial it. killer. It's, it's about a guy who he thinks he's just looking for love, but he winds up killing people all around the person he loves if mm. they're, you know, in his way. And so he doesn't really relate to himself as a serial killer. I see. But he's doing it uh, out of love. He thinks he's just looking for love. And right. if he could get it right, he wouldn't have to kill all these people that's if he how, found the right girl. That's how Fred started killing people. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. So I'm watching the show and they have this funeral scene where some actor or uh, comedian dies. And Kathy Griffin was the person doing the eulogy, you know, telling the stories about what a great guy he was. Mm -hmm. And she is uh, told USA Today that she begged for that role. She hadn't had a role in anything since that whole thing with the Trump photo of her holding his severed head. Wow. She said she begged her way into that role. I probably few people remember this, but Kathy Griffin was on that TV show with Brooke Shields where they had a uh, a pretty good run. It was a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Suddenly Susan, I think it was called. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. 
And uh, Kathy Griffin was quite good in it. So, lest anyone thinks she's not a good comedic actress, she is. That's all. Nothing profound there. Oh, but, you know, she couldn't get a role. So she literally said she bagged for that one. It's a 90-second shot uh, in the show. She plays herself. It's cameo. And she says that's the first thing she's actually landed since that photo was released. You know, she did say she had been blacklisted in Hollywood. She still has, you know, her fan base and can go out and tour, but she wasn't getting any TV work or movie work. Yeah, well... All right. Well, there's a lot of people who aren't getting any TV or movie work. That's most of America. But when you were getting it and then there's this major sea change after an event, you kind of tie the two together, don't you? You could. But like I have fr- I have a friend who when she was younger, she had a she had her own TV show. And she hasn't been able to get a show ever since. Well, Wasn't- that's a different thing. She didn't have some controversy interrupt everything. So you never know if it's the controversy or it's just the roles dried up. You just don't know. You don't know. Fred doesn't but, even know. But by the same token, there seems to be some some proximity to the change in events. Pampers says, no longer will you have to check to see if your baby's diaper is dirty. And that's good for Wendy's mom, too. Yes, there's now an app for that. Pampers unveiled the Lumi device. Ooh, Lumi. I know. See? At the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, it's a smart sensor that goes on the outside of the diaper and yes. sends a notification when the baby needs changing. Wendy, uh, it says here electronically you need a diaper change. Yes. You know, they should put an alarm on Wendy's and sirens. That'd be good for our show. That would be incredible. Pampers says it lasts for three months and is good even after a thousand diaper changes. Yes. It's not cheap, though. How much? $350 a tag. For a diaper? No, the tag that goes on the diapers. Oh. Richard wants to try it out on the air. I'm I'm inclined to let him do it. All right, let's get a tag. I don't know where you get one. Richard, you're going to shit your diaper or you're going to piss in it? <laughs> he can do either for you. You know he's multi-talented. I could do a piano shit. I'll do both, Howard. All right. Well, I'm, in, I'm up for it. Let's try it. Let's do it. So you, what you're going to do is you're going to shit in your diaper in front of us, and we're going to see if your alarm goes off. Yes. Yeah, and I'll I'll hold the shit for a couple of days, so it's a good one. Oh, jeez, uh-huh. don't do that for us. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> what, it, Robin? Would you wear one if uh, that way we could tell if any guest excites you if it gets yeah. damp enough no, in that they diaper? Don't register uh, that? Too bad because that would be a hell of a show. <laughs> Maybe somebody will jump on the. Uh... Invention of that now. We're about to get down to some real voting. The Iowa caucuses are coming up. And the last presidential debate among Democratic no- uh, P- Democrats running for the nomination to the president for the Democratic Party were all on stage. I think there was eight participants last night. 
and uh, they were all giving their credentials for running foreign policy better than the president. Joe Biden said he thinks that Trump flat out lied about the reason he ordered that strike on the Iranian general. One three. ISIS is going to reconstitute itself. We're in a position where we have to pull our forces out. Americans have to leave the entire region. And quite frankly, I think he's flat out lied about saying the reason he went after uh, uh, the, the, the reason he made the strike was because our embassies were about to be bombed. They said that Biden didn't make any major gaffes mm-hmm. uh, running up to the Iowa caucuses in this debate. So he looked good. Meanwhile, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren have gotten into it. Bernie says uh, Elizabeth has said that they were having a dinner in 2018 and that Bernie said a woman couldn't win in 2020. Bernie flat out denies that he says a woman couldn't be president. One four. Well, as a matter of fact, I didn't say it. Uh, And I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on this because this is what Donald Trump and maybe some of the media want. Uh, Anybody knows me knows that it's incomprehensible that I would think that a woman could not be president of the United States. Go to YouTube today. There's a video of of me 30 years ago talking about how a woman could become president of the United States. Elizabeth Warren says the only candidates on the stage who have won all of their elections are women, one five. And I think the best way to talk about who can win is by looking at people's winning record. So can a woman beat Donald Trump? Look at the men on this stage. Collectively, they have lost 10 elections. The only people on this stage who have won every single election that they've been in are the women, Amy so and me. What about a candle that smells like Elizabeth Warren's vagina? Would that be a big item, you think, you on think Goop? that would uh, help her chances? I do, actually. Yeah. Meanwhile, the president held a rally in Milwaukee last night. The first thing that was shocking to me about this rally was that President Trump is now blaming energy-efficient light bulbs for making him look orange. One nine. Who said that? President Trump. The light bulb. People said, what's with the light bulb? I said, here's the story. And I looked at it. The bulb that we're being forced to use, number one to me, most importantly, the light's no good. I always look orange. (laughs) And so do you. The light is the worst. But number two, it's many times more expensive than that old incandescent bulb that worked very well. And very importantly, I don't know if you know this, they have warnings. If it breaks, it's considered... What the fuck is he talking about? (laughs) He's talking about energy-efficient light bulbs. And he also said he wasn't going to waste their time talking about toilets, but he did talk about showers. One time. We won't talk about toilets, but you know that's... Ten, fifteen, but we don't talk about that. Because I've said... Talk about that diaper that has an alarm in it. (laughs) By the way, you really don't need that. You know what the alarm is. It smells like shit. (laughs) Right? Well, before the scent hits you. Oh, you think... I think the scent happens pretty quick. Oh, how do you know? How do you know how long that baby's been sitting in there? Because I had three daughters. You don't know how long it was sitting in there before you noticed it. No, you know. No, you know. I knew when my daughters were going to the bathroom. They were little and... Very soon afterwards, it would be an odor. Stop it. There were times that you got caught <laughs> out of the town, and all of a sudden you had well, to stop. All right.
President Trump will also be looking to play an outsized role in the buildup to Iowa. He's announced today that a Keep America Great rally featuring the president will take place on January 30th at Drake University in Des Moines. So the president Uh will be in the area close to the caucuses. And there's a report that McDonald's is now using the flavor enhancer MSG. In its new crispy chicken sandwich. Why would they do that? McDonald's is neither confirming or denying that claim. So. Don't you have to confirm it or. Right now they're not saying. Hmm. That always works. Bloomberg News reported that the fast food chain was using MSG in the sandwiches it tested in Houston, Knoxville. And uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, Houston, and in Knoxville, Tennessee, it's uh, their idea of competing with the Chick-fil-A and Popeye's chicken sandwiches that have become so popular. Uh, back to the president's race, comedian Dave Chappelle has uh, given his endorsement for the presidential race to Andrew Yang. Wow. Yang's campaign announced yesterday afternoon that Chappelle is the latest celebrity to endorse the New York entrepreneur along with actor Ken Jeong and the actor singer rapper Donald Glover. Yeah, I don't know much about that guy actually. I've seen him debate. Seems like he's a He's had some interesting ideas. Uh, I bet you he was shocked, too. Andrew Yang. I bet you he was like, Chappelle endorsed me? Really? Because <laughs> I'm kind of losing over here. You think he goes? I didn't even know Chappelle knew me. Yeah, he's like, whoa, that's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> he, Yang was like, he must be crazy. <laughs> Nobody endorses me. Does he realize how few supporters I have? Doesn't he know I'm not going to the White House? <laughs> There's more information about the transition from Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan from the royal family. They are now saying that uh, the queen is behind, you know, is all on board and they are working out the details about how they become more independent and uh, what public funding might still stay with them. Here's uh, an expert on the royal family, Keir Simmons, who says that Harry is reportedly worth around $39 million, $113. million of which he inherited from his mom, the late Princess Diana, and more from his great-grandmother. The Washington Post reports Meghan's own work, like acting in suits, gave her a net worth of $5 million. Wow. They got a lot so of. So they don't need any public funds. No, they got shitloads of time for jigsaw puzzles <laughs> and TV. And <clears throat> this royal expert, David McClure, says Harry and Meghan would probably have to seek new revenue streams if they ditch their royal stipend. One fourteen. Of course, that looks good in theory, but there are potential sensitive areas, particularly in terms of politics. You know, the royal family has to be politically neutral. So they'd have to make sure that they stayed politically neutral, no matter what they did to make money. And finally this morning, who will be writing the next James Bond theme? 
huge asshole. You just asshole. You huge asshole. You just asshole. Willie Sister Gosh. No. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. No, not Who? the candle or her vagina. Andrew Yang. <laughs> Andrew Yang and Dave Chappelle. One fifteen. So you're a tough guy, like you really rough guy. Just can't Boy, she's good. Billie Eilish is officially writing the new theme song. I'm not kidding. That's a good gig. For the 25th installment in the James Bond franchise. Yeah, I thought for a minute it was going to be Adam Barda, the guy who did the uh, Tan Mom. <laughs> Tan Mom was yeah. going to be his singer. Yep. The uh, movie is called No Time to Die. The singer and her brother Phineas are writing, and uh, I guess they're going to produce the song, too. Uh, this is the youngest person to ever record a Bond theme. Bonds back, bonds back, one more time. All right, thank you. That's what's happening. Thank you, Robin. I will leave you with the following thought.